Hi, my name is Tina, and I talk a lot. A lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show. Tina talks a lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. Well, I know that this is probably a pretty obvious statement, but words do matter. They really matter, right? I mean, I think this can be said in all different areas of our life, but specifically when it talks and we're talking about our brand. Today, we're not going to just talk about any words, personal, professional word going, we're diving into the word you use specifically with your brand. Uh, For those of you that don't know, I spend an entire decade, actually a little over a decade of my life owning and running a marketing and design firm called Tenacious. At the company, we worked with personality-driven business owners, which would be like coaches, speakers, writers, um, and, you know, of course, some other clients came in, but that's really who we focused on. And we built their brands. We managed their uh, manage them like via social media. We helped with their newsletters. We developed websites. So basically any place that content could be written or a graphic could be designed, we did it. So our branding and our marketing was focused on finding people uh, that fit this personality-driven business owner category. And we you know, niched down and dialed in on like lots of different uh, pieces of this person. Um, but that's the one phrase, personality-driven business owner, uh, that we could simply say. And uh, a lot of people knew really what we were meaning um, when we were developing content and, and, and discussing this niche. So when developing brands, uh, many would choose, you know, like colors and fonts and logos or like an icon that goes with the logo, maybe a business card, letterhead, some swag, and then they would call it good. So this is how a lot of brand um, are created. And I believe going one extra level, and we would do that, we always took it one, one more level by choosing brand words for that business. Now, of course, if you were to look at large, large companies, you know, you know, you know, you know that they are doing this, um, but a lot of times the smaller companies aren't and they're not as focused on it. Again, they're focused on maybe their logo or the colors they use in their social media, their branding, um, but not as much as their words. So I focused and we focused, our company focused on being really intentional with the words that were used in the branding. So for example, my assistant could take just any content and make it in my voice. And the reason why she could do this is because we had brand words and she would infuse them into my blogs, any content that was written, podcast scripts, and it would sound just like me. She would even take my content and make it even sound 
more like me, which is actually just kind of makes me laugh. I remember her saying, Hey, Tina, this doesn't sound as tenacious as, you know, the other content or, and she could infuse it in, or she would kind of push it back to me for me to do the same. And we had like kind of silly words that we added into our brand, but they made us stand out and made us really significant. And, you know, we did the same with our clients. So many people would tell our clients that they had no idea that someone else was writing for them because it was so spot on. When we would pull together a brand strategy, uh, we would define out which words were going to always be used in some sort of lengthy content. So I have kind of a funny story. Uh, We had a client that's actually pretty well known in our local area as a a musician. And especially people my age knew of him and people even a little bit older knew of him because he played in the college scene uh, quite a bit. So he had been marketing himself for a long time. And even before he became our client, he was marketing um, online Um, on Twitter and Facebook and MySpace and all of these different uh, social media platforms. And we, when we came on uh, to do his content, it was a little bit tricky. So I actually kept him as my personal uh, client for the duration of his uh, contract. Um, And I just couldn't pass him off because I knew his exact style down to every every little piece of what he wrote you guys the reason why he didn't spell anything right he had very little punctuation honestly there were times that you didn't fully understand what he was trying to write because of these two things that he did not use correct spelling or <laughs> punctuation now when i took over we had to polish it a little bit. Uh, But if we would have changed it completely, if all of a sudden, you know, his grammar and his spelling and his punctuation would have been spot on immediately, his, you know, fans would have known. Now it would have drove any English professor like nuts, but his fans knew him and this to be true about him. And they loved him like through it because of it. And it became kind of an ongoing uh, joke. Uh, And even once we took it over, even once we took it over, people didn't know. And I'd tell them, sometimes I'd be at some of his gigs and and connect with them and they would just laugh because some knew just because they had, he had told them and they would laugh. They'd be like, I can't believe you're able to keep up this kind of shtick that he has um, with how his content is developed and pushed out there. Now, Like I said, if I had come in and changed it all up, it wouldn't have felt even slightly authentic and, you know, write the most authentic would be for him to write it, of course. But when you need to start delegating things, social media actually becomes pretty high up on that list. And so you need someone that's going to help you actually transition your brand uh, over because words matter. They were, they really matter and they make you feel connected. Now, how do you actually define these brand words? Now, one of the easiest things is to say you listen. Like when we were looking at this client's previous content, this is how we would pick out different words that they would say or not say 
And then of course, in this instance, we picked out words, how they were spelt um, or how it was, how it was, um, you know, pushed out there. So you listen though um, to yourself. So if you're trying to figure out your own personal brand words and you don't have a company helping you do this, you listen to yourself talk in your normal everyday conversations. I 1000% believe that the best content is content content that people can hear you speaking in it. One of my very favorite compliments is when people tell me they can hear me talking when they're reading my words, because it feels personal. It sounds like I'm sitting across the table from you having a one-on-one conversation that is 1000% going to be when you feel the most connected to a brand. I know you guys have listened. If you're listening to this podcast, more than likely you're someone that listens to audiobooks or other podcasts. But when I listen to an audiobook that is read by someone other than the author, ugh, like it, I now look and make sure it's read by the author. It doesn't feel right if it's not. And you don't hear their little inflections or the ways that they would say things, right? In the same way. And so that words matter so much. Um, Of course, having them feel like your voice, feel like they're talking to you, it makes such a huge difference. Now at Tenacious, uh, my old company, words we used were things like fave instead of favorite and biz instead of business and awesomeness, well, in place of awesomeness. And we used the plus sign versus the word and it drove some people nuts. Like uh, my dad would be like, can you please not use that? And like, the thing is though, like because of it, they knew when they saw our content, it was just different. And to be honest, my personality drove the business. So you will still find a lot of those words that we used at Tenacious in my content now. It was kind of like a flair of uh, business meets valley girl. <laughs> And a little snark and sarcasm um, mixed in. So we had fun. We had fun. And it really set our business apart. And it repelled some people. Good. They weren't our people. And so that's another piece in developing your brand words to know that some people are just not going to jive. They're just not going to jive. Like some people are going to be so crazy following this musician that doesn't spell things right or use grammar or punctuation and be like, what the heck? This is not my person. And other people are going to love them right through it. Right now, just to be clear, I'm not telling you that you should have your content, not have right grammar and all the things, but the reason it made sense for him is because that's what he'd been doing before. So how to define your brand words. We're listening, right? But what do you say on a regular basis that makes your voice unique? And the best way to find these out is to ask friends. That's number one. You may just have some really significant one-liners that you can easily point out or that they can easily point out. And you might even know some yourself. Number two is just record yourself in an everyday conversation about your business. The words will flow and it will give you somewhere to start. Number three, you may have to actually create 
and define some brand words that you aren't currently using, but will be intentional about adding to your vocabulary. So one, record yourself in just like an everyday conversation, maybe even one that's like, you know, you're actually having, oh wait, number one is ask friends. Number two is record yourself in an everyday conversation. And number three is that you might actually have to define some words that you're not already using. One of my biz besties is insanely good at having her correct brand words. We used to actually run her social media and helped her define these even a little bit more. Uh, But if you hang out with her for any amount of time, you will hear her say her regular old phrases. Now, we used to do our social media, and now actually she has a new company helping. And this is actually the company now I send all of my referrals to because they run their business so much like my old company. I'll put a link in the show notes to that company, Bloom Creative, uh, because I absolutely love their team and I love how they do things. They take on the voice of a brand really, really well. Now, does everyone need someone else to do their content? No. Can you create your own content on your own? Of course you can. Can you create your own brand words on your own? Yes. Now, in many instances, brands start growing. And like I said, this is something that oftentimes you pass on and you start delegating. So my good friend that I was telling you about, my biz bestie, you can find her at keeping it personal or at Terry Johnson. And that's T-E-R-I Johnson. I love her content. I love the stuff she puts out there. And I think her most memorable line she says is bless your socks off. Now on that note, I hope this episode blesses your socks off and you're grabbing a pen and paper and jotting down all of your brand words. So you can infuse them into your content and people can really feel you are not just any people, but your people, your niche, can feel connected to you and your words. And the thing is, you guys, these are your words. There's no right or wrong answer. This is who you are. You're just revealing it right there in your social, right there in your content, in everything that you post. I would absolutely love, love, love to carry on this conversation with you over on Instagram. Yeah, as you know, this happens to be my favorite place to hang out online. I check my DMs. I reply to my DMs. I do not have another company helping me with my my content because I love creating is who I am. Um, But I would love to carry on that conversation at Tina Pettis over on Instagram. I am the only Tina Pettis in the world. Don't go naming your kids after me. I want to carry on (laughs) that title. Um, But I hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you back here um, for the next episode of Tina Talks. Bye, guys.